take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Welcome back to From the Pit, where we bring you everything from BP tragedy duck smothering sludge to disassociated bell-bottom Frank Stoner goth. I am Frank, with me is Mike, Hey. and Sam. Hello out there in Radioland. Yeah, we're here to bring you some good, nice, heavy music. Unfortunately, Phil could not be with us this week. He uh, ran away from home. Mm-hmm. Threw one of those like sticks with the the sack on the end. Just... Yeah, yeah. He had a little red. He had a little red handkerchief with white polka dots <laughs> kind of tied up on the end of it. Uh, everything he could possibly fit inside, because that is what those do. <laughs> a couple batteries and a vape. Yep. Yeah, just a vape pen and a tall can. It's a tall boy. That's it. Yeah, just a just a tall can of Paps and a fucking pair of double A's and a vape. That's it. Uh, Mike, I believe you're starting us off this week. All right. Well, we're going to start off in a little town called Ocean City, Maryland. Not Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah. It's that city by the sea type of feel. So, Thank um, you for the distinction. <laughs> yeah, just in case. So, uh, me and Frank were talking. Uh, we had both stumbled across this band, Jarhead Fertilizer, and they do share members with Full of Hell. So, uh, you'll probably notice that right away when we run the clip of Semper Fi. God damn it. That mm. is just so abrasive and violent. They do say the soul of wit is brevity. Mm. That I like how you uh I like how you said you were going to play a clip of uh, this band when in fact uh a clip I mean uh, for those of you who've been listening obviously you know our clips are 30 seconds to a full minute. Um a clip is an entire song. It was. Mhm. Yeah. I mean I mean uh this this whole EP uh, or is it a demo or an EP? It is a split. A, oh, it is a split. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's it's like what collectively four or five minutes long. Five might be really exaggerating, and I think it's about two minutes. <laughs> it's like three twenty-second clips and a minute clip or song. That's the epic track. Yeah, dude. It's really good for the for the few minutes that it is, and they have a previous album out also. So this split was was uh, with Purge. Um, I didn't the the Bandcamp didn't show me both track lists. It only mm -hmm. showed me the uh, Jarhead stuff. But did it have any links to uh, Purge's material? Nothing at all. Nah, dude. It was a very bare bones Facebook or uh, Bandcamp page. Uh, but you can find them at Jarhead Fertilize Fertilizer yeah, it's like when I brought in Shut In, uh, that hardcore band, a few episodes ago. Um, their Facebook hadn't been updated since like 2014. 
Yeah. And for some reason, you can only buy one track off of the album I brought in, which is a real shame. Really? Because it's, yeah, it's, I don't understand why. I mean, part of me even thinks like, oh, maybe I should just message their page and see what's up with that. But I don't think I'd get a response. Yeah, they might have just walked away. Which is a shame because they were really good. So this split was released uh 2015 like i said they have a full length uh also released in 2015 so check it out it's only been a couple of years you know they're very likely still active well how long is the full length uh nine minutes ten minutes probably <laughs> <laughs> it's always always me coming out with a snark right well people could go to the band camp and find out for themselves they could that's Mystery. right so next, we have <laughs> Hellslave and their album, Divination. So these dudes are from Rome, Italy, and uh, this is uh, this was some death metal that caught, caught my attention. So let's listen to a full minute of Desecration. about that did you get a they taste? are they are from rome yet i believe they think they are from stockholm <laughs> so you did get a chance to listen to that sam i did uh, um i listened to all three of the bands that were brought in this week like who who only brought in one band by the way that was me yeah, yeah okay who, who else dr frankenstein <sighs> you know what you can shut your fucking whore mouth that's what you can do uh <laughs> yeah oh dude i'm off my game today um yes i mean i i saw in the description like some of the comments are like you know oh very very swedish inspired i'm like yeah slave <laughs> is but you know they got a little they got a little bit of the uh the kind of 90s mellow death like the early in flames mellow death kind of style to their vocals not a lot just a little um i mean the guitar tones the the overall musicianship is very very Swedish, like late 80s, early 90s Swedish, but the vocals are a little different. I like the vocals. That's actually what really attracted me to the whole thing. Yeah, it does kind of it does kind of shake things up a little. Not a lot, just a little. <laughs> so you can find these dudes at hellslave.bandcamp.com, and that's hell with one L. And this album was released June twice. Will album will be released June 23rd, 2017. Always professional here. Don't you worry. And that that does it for me today. All right. That's going to bring us to my single. So I was in the mood for 
for a little stoner rock this week. You'll find that out in a short bit, and you'll find that out a little bit later as well. So, oh, really? Foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. So we're going to start you off with the, uh, the clip from a song called Challenger 69. Hey boy, that's, uh, What's wrong, officer? Boy, you're in a heap of trouble. Violation City Orders 11-14, operating a racing-type vehicle inside the city limits. Oh, officer, this is the new Dodge Challenger RT. It's, it's, it's not a racer. Now look, boy, I know a race car when I see one. So, as I said, that was the song, Challenger 69, from the band Plane Ride, off their debut album, The Return of the Jackalope. <laughs> Never has a song since Slow Ride by Foghat made me want to buy a muscle car more. <laughs> it, that was rowdy in the funnest way. Exactly. That was, that was like, straight out of 1978. Would, it would, also kind of weird way reminds little, me little of like bit. CKY. Mm-hmm. I feel oh, like man, if you're, I think they just put a new album out too. While we're speaking, holy f- wait, CKY are still around? Apparently, holy shit, dude! I haven't even heard that name since I was like fourteen. I know. So, funny thing, when I first uh, was listening to Plane Ride, I just assumed they were from America. That was the talking about a muscle car and the general sound. Now they're from Germany. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> I, Apparently, uh, rock and rock music about muscle cars is popular there. Maybe I, I mean know. that's fucking cool. It is. <laughs> I mean, you've got like other fun tracks like "Return of the Jackalope" and like "Beer Machine." Like, I'm, so it's just a good like rock and good time. I'm glad somebody gets I ac- the. I actually look, did some research after I saw the uh, the cover with the jackalope on it, and I'm like. What the fuck? What is this? So I actually did some research. I found out that uh, apparently jackalopes are like cryptids, much along the line of like Bigfoot and the Jersey Devil and shit like that. Oh, really? I'm like, but yeah. I I, thought it was just a callback to the uh, America's Funniest Videos. Maybe. Well, I I mean, I'm just telling you what I saw on Wikipedia, but you know, the the most reliable news source, really. (laughs) I'm telling you, kids. Like, if your te- if your teachers tell you to uh, never quote Wikipedia in your uh, in your sources page on your essays, they're liars. Fucking Wikipedia knows all. <laughs> so, if you want to find some more of this, you can find it at plainride.bandcamp.com. Also, that is P L A I N ride. Do they have a Wikipedia page? I don't think they do. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know, you right. never know. <laughs> they should. Yeah. Um, so I believe that... Uh, uh, I'm, I meant to say, I don't up? know if... Uh, I'm assuming if someone's a fan of like something like Red Fang, they would yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Red Fang 
I had a really hard time getting into Red Fang, but like, holy shit, though, they have one song that I can rock out to any day of the week, and that's Prehistoric Dog. Yeah. Like, that song is so fucking killer, but nothing else of theirs I ever heard I ever was interested in. Man, you and Phil really hate fun, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's if either of you guys are having fun, I just, I gotta, I gotta damage it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm, I'm like I'm like the dad in that Twisted Sister video. You know, the guy who played the the asshole dude in Animal House. He's like, what do you want to do with your life? That's me. <laughs> that's me with you guys. Except you guys aren't as cool as the kid in the Twisted Sister video. Well, that's true. I don't know. I think we've made it quite clear that we want to rock. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Just got to figure out something you want to do with your life, man. That does you, Frank. That that does me. I guess that uh, leaves that up to me. Um, yeah, come on. I feel I feel like an asshole because I brought in three bands this week. What a jerk! Uh, All right, I must shoehorned one in there too when I talked to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil, I miss you, buddy. Uh, all right. Uh, I actually I have a little bit more dynamic of a selection this week than I normally do. It's not all just like hammering. Rip age and brutality which there's one band in here that fits that bill i saw that one i'm actually going to (laughs) start i'm actually going to start off with uh probably the only post-rock band i've ever heard that i really liked and that is crippled black phoenix i mentioned them on this show a couple of times and this is from their new album that just came out or most recent album that just came out last year which is called bronze i highly suggest you look it up if you get the chance Uh, The song is called Deviant Burials. So, Tom, why don't you take it? So I almost want to just call it, let's like, just like a fucking like groove rock almost. We're doomy almost. A little bit. um, But one thing I like about uh, Crippled Black Phoenix I always have is just, they always have this penchant for, I don't know, I guess the only word I can think of is beauty. Like there's a lot of beauty in their music. I just, that's always the feeling I've got. A lot of different instrumentation, like uh, the violin, cello, cello, uh, viola piano they use a lot of different things but uh on bronze they took they actually took a bit more of a hard rock direction they had that fucking raging riff like you just heard and then they went into that real kind of quiet melancholy clean bit there um yeah it's uh it's it's interesting and it's definitely a little little out of the ordinary from what i usually bring in yeah i mean i may inappropriately associate post-rock to um instrumental bands so 
Um, didn't oh, what's that? What's that band? Um, shit. Uh, Russian Circles is that it? Didn't yeah. they do a lot of that? Instrumental. It's been, yeah, it's been years since I've heard them, so I yeah, could be I thinking mean, of the wrong band. Depending on who you ask, that might fall into like a post-metal category. Uh, Russian Circles, Pelican, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of Pelican. I just, I, I, I never really got too much into the whole post-metal thing. I well, know it's like, goddamn, why I do mean, I hate fun, right? <laughs> even with them, dude, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll agree to a point like with Russian Circles. Like, there's Death Rides a Horse. That's a fantastic song, and then their album might have another five tracks on there that I just don't really. It doesn't quite hit me in the uh, post-rock sweet spot and it's like is there such thing is there such thing as a post-rock sweet spot oh yeah godspeed you black emperor my friend (laughs) uh i tried them a while ago i got a buddy who i got a buddy who really likes godspeed you black emperor i just i don't know what it was man they just they just didn't hit me in the same way that crippled black phoenix do they're the only band that does well i'm interested i have to go back and check it out i'm just like i said i'm just not i wasn't expecting vocals i'm interested to see honestly what they do with it uh album wise i would say um the resurrectionists and night and the night raider ep are good uh i vigilante that's another good one pretty much all of crippled black phoenix's material i would recommend to anybody it's most of it i would say isn't as intense as what you just heard but uh it's all well worth checking out yeah absolutely i will have to totally um all right i guess that brings me to my second band um who i believe yeah um i believe they're from the netherlands i think i don't have the tab open i feel like i should have uh this is a straight you know what hey i'm winging it okay um isn't that how the best art is created by just winging it aren't we all with no training uh yeah, so I'm going to go a little little further down here to probably some of the best Scandinavian black metal worship I've heard in a very, very long time. Uh, this is a band called Tarncap, and this is from their most recent album, which came out in 2016. It's called Winter Waker. The song is called De Bekroning. At least I think that's how it's pronounced. Please, nobody from that region, send me hate mail. I didn't mean anything by it. Send all the hate mail. By the way, did we get any hate? Like, did we get any hate or any flack from our discussion last week? No, no. Honestly. Like, no, nobody, nobody bitched us out. Oh, thank God. Okay, maybe people will just forget about it. And I won't get any angry Exodus fanboys screaming at me over it. <laughs> nah, they'll just send assassins. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, I welcome death. <laughs> oh God, Tom, why don't you just play the clip? Oh, my 
Okay, so I really like that because it kind of reminds me of Carpathian Forest with like a different tone. Yeah. Well, like I said, dude, it's it's very, it, it it's very very much uh, classic '90s Scandinavian black metal inspired. Which I mean, okay, let's be honest. Fucking everyone tries to do that, and let's be even more honest. Most don't pull it off. Like, I mean, the production sounds off, like the riffs sound off, just the overall feel and atmosphere of the music sounds off. But in Tarncap's case, no, like this sounds like if you put this in front of me and said, you know, oh, these guys, if you tried to bullshit me and were like, oh, yeah, this this band released shit with, you know, splits with like Mayhem and Carpathian Forest and like Celestial Bloodshed, I'd be like, "Uh, okay, cool. (laughs) And. But then you were to tell me, oh, actually, this just came out last year. I'm like, well, you, you bamboozled me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say there, mister. <laughs> it's like, I, it's like, well, darn, I'd say you, I'd say you dang, you dang swivel, you dang swindled me. No, but really, uh, Tarncap are fucking great. Uh, no, Winter this? Waker. Yeah. Winter Waker as a whole, uh, is a fucking fantastic album. Actually, um, I feel stupid now because I, I listened to the whole album uh, when I after I sent you after I put the link up on the Trello, and I realized afterwards I'm like, oh man, there are like three other songs I wish I'd put up instead. Even though Debekroning is fucking great, like especially the title track. Look up the title track to this album if you really want to hear some shit. It's fucking great. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> professional segues brought to you mm. courtesy of your old pal sam from the pit uh all right so let's let's go about as far down this as far down the tone spectrum as we possibly can mm. uh i'm gonna end it off i'm gonna end it here with uh, a little more of that 70s vibe we've kind of been feeling a little bit through this episode and we're gonna feel more of uh this is a uh project of robert person uh the one of the guitar players for the band death breath you guys are familiar with them i am not it sounds uh, familiar yeah. uh let it stink that's a good album uh yeah so robert person has another band called humbucker and it's very like he likes thin lizzie let's <laughs> say that much um uh, it's a self-titled album uh, the song is called Haunt My Mind, uh, so go ahead and roll that. Upon hearing that, I feel somewhere there is like 
50 some year old women just taking their top off because that was being played <laughs> it's you feel like oh you feel like oh god all i have to do is play this around my friend's hot mom and, and the next thing you know you're in Bangtown. yeah yeah there she'll be in some white jeans smoking a cigarette like oh it's about to go down marlboro one uh, marlboro red probably with a milf panty drop maybe a lucky strike uh yeah so robert person's humbucker man like yeah it's uh, it's it's fun stuff i mean uh, obviously this is pretty different from what i normally bring in but man it's just so fun like this whole album is just a fucking boatload of fun just go check like i think the whole thing is on youtube but actually if you can buy it you should do that because it's it's so much fun man just play it play it at a party it'll go over well i was about to say you could also play that at like a family party and not get questioned it's the kind of thing that i could be like like if i were driving with my mom or my dad i could probably throw on robert person's humbucker and they'd both be like oh this is really good i didn't know you were into stuff from this era i'm like mom this came out last year the (laughs) dude who fronts the dude who fronts this band is like not a whole lot older than I am, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's blast from the 70s, that's damn sure. Oh, God, it's it sounds... Even, like, the production, man, it sounds so 70s. Yeah, it's cool. Which, of course, is the point. I mean, I'm... You know, I, I like how... The, like, the whole throwback retro thing is kind of cool now. I feel like the the retro throwback music thing can be kind of a double-edged sword, though. Yeah. Because on one hand, it gives us really cool shit like Robert Person's Humbucker, and it gives us, like, all the cool retro synth acts that have been coming out, like Carpenter Brute and shit like that. But on the other hand, it also gives us, like, all the really terrible pizza thrash bands that were just infecting the scene for the longest time. (laughs) So, I mean... I don't know, man. I just I, I have kind of mixed feelings about the whole retro revival stuff. It also gave us like tons of like stupid eighties culture worship. Yeah, yeah, remember the year and a half ago when bluegrass was like the fucking hottest thing? What was oh, it's just such a shame because bluegrass is actually pretty cool. It is. Yeah. I'll- like, man, you want to hear some fucking musical skill, like look up some professional bluegrass bands man they will blow you away <laughs> i remember telling a co-worker because he says he likes country i was yeah. like the only kind of country i like is the kind that i can slap my knee to yeah hell yeah dude kind of kind of shit that makes you want to like blow on the top of a whiskey jug and you know and a lot yell of thrash <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god oh so God, I, can't ima- I can't imagine what a bitch it would be to record anything analog. I bet that would be such a pain in the ass. <laughs> you got somebody with like a chisel and a record, one record at a time. Is that how that works? Yeah, totally. Just, <laughs> just limited, pr- limited press of 500. <laughs> I'm not actually going to make 500. I'm going to make two. <laughs> Upcharge that shit. Ul- is- ultra limited pressing. Only two ever made. Hand chiseled. Not going to lie. Um, my copy of Necrot's Blood Offerings is one of the test cassettes, and they only released two of those. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you have one Actually, or two? Actually, you know what yes. I have? Though? Wow. That's fucking awesome. Also, um, metal unrelated, but you know what I have that's actually really cool? Uh, I have one of the Wu-Tang Clan side project albums, uh, Jizz's Liquid Swords album. <laughs> I, have a fu- I, have, I have a fucking studio-only promo copy 
for oh, that wow. album. And I found it for six dollars at, at a music store. That, yeah, it was just sitting there. I'm like, holy fuck, dude, this thing is like it's like a twenty year old album. Seriously. Oh yeah. This shit's getting buried with me, son. <laughs> All right. I believe that's gonna take us right into the brutal brew segment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as I said earlier, I was quite in the mood for some stoner rock. And we're not going to stop. No, not even at Brutal Bruce. That's continuing on right to now. Um, Shocking, this album actually came out this year um, in February. The band is called, I don't know if it's Stoner Roar or Stone Error. Stone Error. I like to think it's Stone Error. Okay. Um, But let's just, let's play the clip first. Oh, yeah, so if that's not going to make you want to hop into a muscle car that, and just go blasting through nice summer weather, I don't know what will. It, it should make you want to buy an El Camino. That's, <laughs> that, that is the proper response you know to what? music. I think I agree with that. Um, so and I will absolutely kick back in the truck bed of that El Camino and just, like, drink tall boys. <laughs> so um you uh had had us listen to this rather recently yes so i didn't have a whole ton of time to really digest it but i'm definitely getting like overtone like overtones or notes or whatever the fuck you want to call it of tool I, now that you say In that the tone of the instrumentation um, maybe hear, a little maybe a little not i don't think a lot yeah I don't know, man. <laughs> Over like the course of like what five or six songs, I got through. I I don't know. I hear like uh, some that, alt rock and some that fucking that bass. Goddamn, the was... tone sounds great. Mm. Also, um, vague, vaguely seventies rock sounding. Oh, very like, yeah. The the cover of her guys... album has a challenger on it. Like, <laughs> in case you guys didn't figure it out, this is the episode where you're supposed to just like pretend you're in the 70s and be smoking dirt weed and drinking like cult 45 weed aviators weird jeans i'm not gonna lie i threw this on today and i have like a a road somewhat close to me that goes on for like several miles and it just has like woods and farms on the side of it so i was just blasting down that bitch while listening to this that is everywhere i live 
that's so you have great driving roads i do um yeah for for those of you who don't remember i live in western oregon so i live literally on the opposite side of the country from the rest of the guys and man if you want to just fucking tear down the road mm-hmm. like a lot of uh western oregon is good place to do that as long as you don't do it on the coastal roads because you will fly off <laughs> just the i mean it, ha- it has happened Listen, this album has that, as most Stone Rock does, has that feeling where I just want to start bowing down the road. And I always am drawn to this music when it's hot out, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I've been I've been listening to a lot of shit like um, the Allman Brothers lately. Mm-hmm. Like once once summer rolls around, it's like it's just fucking Allman Brothers and like '80s rock on repeat. That's all I've been listening to lately. Um, sorry, I also meant to say the, the, the song title was, a uh, Red Tank. Um, and if you want to check them out, it is stoneerror.bandcamp.com. I'm going to go have, to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that some more. Cause, uh, much like, uh, much like Mike, I didn't get a whole lot of chance to, uh, mm-hmm. a whole lot of chance to digest it and really get a feel for it. So I'll have to. I'll have to revisit it and see what it's all about. So, we need to pair a beer with that now. Yes, we do. So, normally hearing a tone like that, it's a little little thick. Oh, yeah, very. So, you would think that I'd automatically go for, like, a thicker beer, which I didn't. Like like a porter. Right, which I didn't. I don't know. You, you could say thick or you could say fuzzy. This, this also true. So instead, as I said, this type of music always makes me think of like warm weather. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going with a beer that that would go along with that. I'm going with Dogfish's Head Festina Peche, which is their Neo Berliner Weiss, which I believe is also brewed with uh, peaches. So you've got a uh, a little bit more of a lighter body. Uh, it actually is, as far as carbonation, definitely got more of a, like, a little bit of bubbly feel. Very effervescent. Yes. To kind of go along with that nice, crunchy fuzz sound. <laughs> and it's just super goddamn crushable in the heat. Now, while I say that you should listen to uh, Stoner Rock while driving, if you plan on driving, don't drink the beer while driving do those <laughs> separately yeah yes uh I, I feel like we should i feel like we should reinforce that do not drink and drive yeah. it's very bad for you it, it can be very very bad for you bad for a lot or of people. other people yeah yeah um you will get in trouble guys don't do it <laughs> drinking and driving is bad okay do you hear like uh in utah you know where they have like the fuckiest drinking laws you could ever find like apparently there are places where cops are like stopping cabs and they're like busting people who are getting cab rides home after they've been drinking is it utah where you can't pour uh, a mixed drink yeah um well they uh the bartender i believe it's that the bartender can't do it for you i believe they have to give you the ingredients and you have to do it yourself and (laughs) and you also can't pour in front of like children so you have to have yeah they have they have those things called like uh Oh, what the fuck are they called? Um, 
Zion curtains, I guess. It's like a it's like a curtain or like a <laughs> section of frosted glass that they have to pour shit behind because they think stupid impressionable kids will see it and be like, "Oh, it's really cool, man." I, I like I'm immediately going to start stealing 40s from the store and getting shit based behind my house and I'm only 8, you know. It's fucking <laughs> Wait, ridiculous. You didn't start with 40s when you were 8? I feel like I should have. <laughs> so weird story. We had some family come through who um, met up with some friends. This is older family. Um, and their friends were from out of country. They had like a, a daughter with them. And they came, you know, over. We had a little like reunion type deal. And it was really odd for some of my family to see like this other family from out of country uh, hand their little daughter a beer because the girl was probably like 12 years old. And I was like, chill out. Not, mm-hmm. not everybody's like America, like as far as drinking ages and yeah, you know what I mean, like, I, mean, I think I, she I, had like a quarter of the beer and then they, she gave it back to her mom and it was like, well, it's like, it's like that. Uh, it's like that little quip you hear sometimes where like, Oh, in the U S you know, if you're 18, you're old enough to be drafted and, you know, be given a flak jacket and an M 16, but you know, you can't buy your own fucking beer. Right. Or cigarettes. Or yeah. Weed. Or cigarettes. Like, or like in a, actually in California, they just, re, they just raised the, uh, the age to buy cigarettes to 21. And I'm sure all the store owners throughout the state are absolutely thrilled with that and all the business it's going to cost them. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I like, is it 19 yeah, here? 19. Yeah. I remember I turned 18 and then that year they changed it to 19. So I bought cigarettes for like two months when I was still smoking cigarettes and, and then all of a sudden I couldn't and that, that felt real awful. Land of the free baby. <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting because uh, speaking of drinking laws, by the way, uh, in Oregon, uh, anyone outside the state might not know this. Oregon has an interesting approach to drinking laws. What they do is, uh, okay, and I live in a town in Oregon called Coos Bay, which is about 16,000 people. There is one, I mean literally one store in the entire city where you can buy hard liquor. That sounds like a fallout location. Yeah. <laughs> so, something like that, yeah. I mean, weather, weather the weather the apocalypse and comfort right um no but i guess the i believe what it is is they they base the number of liquor stores that can be in a city or in a a municipality by population and i guess the population of my area allows for one liquor store here's the kicker though wine and beer totally cool dude like Mm -hmm. no like no restrictions on that like god they're you you would be amazed. That makes next to zero sense. Um, oh, it, it absolutely does. But man, the beer and wine selection where I live is fucking nuts. Oh, I'd imagine. Uh, real quick, we get back to this discussion. So, listen to yourself. Some goddamn stone hour. Pick up a four pack of dogfish heads. Festina pitch. Have yourself a good time. Now on to stupid drink. Stupid drinking laws. Um, I don't know if it's the same in uh, your state. After 10 o'clock at liquor stores, they will not sell hard liquor. Um, uh, I think I've only been to the liquor store in my town once. Because I don't don't drink a whole lot of hard liquor anymore. I tend to stick mostly to beer. Uh, I don't like wine. I never have. Now, do you Um, get beer in your 7-Elevens and grocery stores? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like all all the stop and stabs. 
in my area sell a shitload of beer. No, we need, uh, it, we need to go to yeah, a separate establishment to buy any liquor. Yeah, it's it's really odd. Part of me wonders uh, whether it was a morality crusade. Oh, it yeah. very well could have. I it imagine. very well could have been. But I don't know, man. I mean, it could just be like some weird fucky law that some shithead senator was just like, oh, oh, we could, like, oh, I guess the state, because I believe the, I think the liquor stores in Oregon are also state run, much like they are in mm-hmm. Utah. That's kind of so, fucky too. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd think that you know, with how little my town seems to make they would have more liquor stores but uh yeah i guess that population rule how did that like fly? I, 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 Our- I don't know man like it's it, oregon is a weird state man like here's another fun fact there was no real building code in west oregon until like the 70s really so a lot of the if you were to walk around uh coos bay or north bend which is the town like just above me i'm on a peninsula actually uh if you take a close look at a lot of the buildings especially a lot of the older buildings you'll notice that a lot of them are really poorly built yeah and (laughs) and built with like inferior materials and just shoddy shoddy workmanship all around and i kind of wondered why that was and then uh my uncle Mm. who's uh who's a professional woodworker and a carpenter he told me about that i'm like are you fucking serious oh god and so we have fu- we have fucky building laws and fucky drinking laws in oregon i don't know what's going on hmm. with it. we also have portland which is a whole nother thing yeah a lot of good <laughs> stuff comes from there though yeah a lot of good stuff does come from portland mm-hmm. uh, toxic holocaust came from portland uh, um the lord body gore came lord gore came from portland the body came from oregon uh Vastation, which in another band I'm going to have to bring in. They came from Portland. A lot of also, the, saw, uh, a lot of the, yeah. like some of the noise stuff I bring in tends to come from Portland. <laughs> uh, Port- Portland's a, Portland's a hell of a scene. I mean, I wouldn't live there. Um, I I moved away from where I used to live because I was sick of larger cities and I wanted something quiet. But uh, that's that's the thing is that uh, Oregon only has about four and a half million people, and I believe just over half are uh populating the portland area so if you live if you if you live in oregon and if you live outside of uh, if you live outside of the portland area you live in a small town overwhelmingly likely right yeah but yeah um if you come here don't like expect to have a hard time finding hard liquor (laughs) now that's 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 like not fun news. I've got some fun news. What's that? Yes, please lighten the mood. Um, so my copy of Dying Fetus wrong, wrong one to fuck with came in today. Yeah, I saw that. Oh boy. It uh yeah, it's fucking heavy. Did it did it did it make your penis hard? I literally I I opened the package up. I opened the CD up and the moment it went into the CD player, spontaneous ejaculation all over the place. The most brutal yeah. ejaculation. Did you, did you have yourself a big cum? I did, in fact, have a big cum. Especially <laughs> when they're like, you know, as they tend to, they'll have like those blistering uh, fast parts in their songs and then just go to like that fucking like sick like chug part. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> 
it's it's the it's it's when you're like i'm like oh god this is what deathcore bands wish they could be you know <laughs> it's yeah. me always joke about like uh bands like dying fetus and cryptopsy they do like these really insane fast parts so that when they like kind of slow it down a bit you're like oh fuck that's heavy i'm not gonna lie there are parts of uh there are parts of a lot of dying fetus and parts of a lot of cryptopsy albums especially all the shit off of like um none so vile or blasphemy made flesh any of the shit with lord worm on mm-hmm. vocals it's just i hear it and i'm like holy fuck how do they do that like how yeah. is this like some of this stuff seems like it would be a physical challenge to perform and yet like if you watch flo mornier from cryptopsy yeah. drum like if you look at that dude's drumming videos yeah, like it it, it makes you never it makes you never even want to try drumming because you'll just be like this dude is just too fucking good <laughs> but al- although in seriousness i've heard that flo mornier is a very very a very what i said i've i've heard that in person flo mornier is a very very nice guy okay well good yeah <laughs> Did it come with the uh your I forgot to ask, did it come with the knife? The did knife you get got that package. The knife got sent uh separately. I don't know what? why, but it did, but like I got that first. Oh, probably some fucking customs issue. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Um but so Thanks US Postal Service. We appreciate it. Not <laughs> not this Saturday. Hopefully the Saturday after that we'll be shotgunning with those knives. Hell yeah, my man. Mm-hmm. Also, I noticed on the uh, the cover that they went back to their old logo. Yeah. Which I mean, I mean, God, it's so cool. Like the old dying fetus logo is so tight. Yeah. And just putting out another fucking amazing album. Shocker. And it's called. And it's called Wrong One to Fuck With. Yeah, I also got a a bumper sticker, that it doesn't say dying fetus on it. It just, it's a black bumper sticker with. Big bold white letters that just says wrong one to fuck with. You should send that to me. I'm trying to get you into all sorts of scuffles. I didn't put it on my car because I don't put stickers on my car. Uh, you can put it in your you back window. To, you can send it to me and I will put it on my uh, my guitar rat case. I was actually considering putting it on my uh, deck box for my magic cards. <laughs> you will be the most fucking frightening nerd at magic conventions. Whipping exactly. out your blade. Yeah. <laughs> so, whipping out, whipping out your sword. I don't know. They're a special breed. Like he doesn't smell as rotten as they do. But what I could then do is just pull out the knife and be like, "Give me your cards." Exactly. Start, oh yeah, that's gonna start go for brandishing a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> this don't do this. This is all sorts of illegal. In case you didn't know. Yes, uh, we should reiterate. We we here at from the pit do not endorse uh, things like acts of violence concerning knives or drunk driving. Yes. Yes. Please don't sue us. What about drunk knife fighting? Do we support that? <sighs> you know what? Like I've said on the show before, I'm not one to tell people how to live their consenting lives. Consenting adults are it, allowed to do what consenting adults this, want that's to a, do. That's how you settle a gentleman's dispute. Oh, by pulling out fucking knives and and filling sh- each other full holes. And shotgunning was a it, beer. Was it Canada that literally just outlawed uh, duels? Duels. <laughs> Oh no! They, I, I think the lo- the thing is like you know you can, it's now legal again to challenge somebody to duel. Stop for, like, wronging you. 
<laughs> uh, like I, I never thought I would have a reason to move to Canada other than visiting the locations from Trailer Park Boys. But, oh, <laughs> but like now I'm just like, well, fuck. Is this? Like, uh, are we talking traditional honorable duels like in Europe, or are we talking about Western duels? We've got to have your dueling Glocks. No, I was saying because these are those are two very different things. I don't know. Because the <laughs> sorry for anyone who doesn't know. The whole idea between duels originally, you had those shitty little pistols that couldn't hit for shit. So yeah, you, they're called dueling pistols. Right. Yeah. The, ho- the whole idea was, you know, you walk, you turn around. Look at how on task he is for the first yeah. time tonight. And, <laughs> and you'd shoot. And usually both people would miss. But it was the idea that you're willing to put your life on the line now, for your argument. Now, okay, so if most people missed most of the time... How often do you think it resorted to fucking this dude just chucking his pistol at the other guy? Well, no, because that was the thing. It's one shot. <laughs> I know, but just like pissed off. Like, man, fuck you. I still don't accept this. He's so angry that one of them just runs up to the other and clubs the dude with a fucking pistol. Tom. All right. So now the whole thing with the West and America, we've seen movies where they do the, they do the duel and they're looking at each other. And the... um. They're like wiggling their fingers. The reason that actually happened was because even in a duel, it was still illegal to kill someone. Like you would still go to jail for murder. So the whole going for the gun, like wiggling your fingers, was to try to get them to go for their gun first. So then you can draw your weapon, shoot them, and you're justified. (laughs) This sounds like a... uh... This sounds like a really long, complicated court case waiting to happen. So, from the breakdown I've read of uh, skewing through two articles, not only is the act of dueling going to be legal again in Canada, but in the same bill it also makes witchcraft legal again in Canada. Progressive as fuck. Yeah, there we go. any any ensuing consequences of said duel are still very much illegal. Yeah, but that's why you... No, no, no. That's why you then got to do the American style and try to, like, pretend to go for your gun first so that they go for theirs. And you're like, ha-ha, bitch. See, we've been reading this whole thing wrong, obviously. Um, They meant Yu-Gi-Oh! duels. Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 My whatever color, whatever color eyes. Oh, Oh, my God. Right. Fucking with me. Right. <laughs> we need to get. We need to get back to the to the. Music. Are, are you tell, Are you telling me that if if I had been challenged to a duel, I would have shown up to a fucking Yu Gi Oh match with a fucking Glock on my hip, <laughs> and then you would have stole their cards. Yeah, and then I would have sold them, and I would have bought more ammo. <laughs> like I'm selling all of your super valuable first edition cards. I don't fucking know what any cards are, and I'm gonna go buy ammo with it. All right, Mike, I believe you have a uh, a little tidbit for us. I do, and <coughs> hopefully spark a mini, little mini discussion. So you just got your Unleash the Archers album, right? Like, you're, you're fucking happy. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I've actually just taken a brief Apex break. Mm. You know what I mean? I can't listen to it literally every day, or it'll burn me out for a little while. So Mirker has released a new album slated for September. Uh, Ooh. We know how I feel how, how most of us feel about 
Mirker. So that's amazing fucking news. And on top of that, the album is going to be called Merit uh, Nightmares in Danish. And it's going to do... To any of our Danish-speaking listeners, please tell us how to pronounce that. And forget That is, of course... Yeah, assuming that we have any Danish-speaking listeners. Right. Then forgive us for our trespasses. So this yeah. album's going to deal with the negativity endured uh, after releasing some of her music. Um, we talked about this on video. I don't know if we've ever really gotten into any of the discussions um, on podcast, and we definitely haven't with Sam. So few more details about the album before we get into a little a little discussion now the album is going to be produced by randall dunn of sun o and wolves in the throne room nice and is currently not available for pre-order but we're a ways off from september so no worries there couple months yeah but i'm ultra pumped and since we've heard of mirker it's um definitely been a house favorite and upon hearing about the negativity she was getting especially from a majority of american black metal traditionalists it's just been really disappointing so um i don't know if you've ever gotten the chance to listen to mirker sam uh i have uh there were a couple of points where i checked them out um so how do you this is where i'm uh, how I feel about Mirker, uh, I am entirely indifferent about Mirker. I always have been. So like, how do you feel about fundamentalists? Oh, black metal fundamentalists? Or musical um, fundamentalists, you know, hardcore fucking bozos or, you know, anybody really. Um, well, that's also kind of a mixed bag too because, look, in a lot of ways – I am very much like a black and death metal traditionalist. Like it's like traditional style black and death metal is what I like. Hence why I've brought in bands like, you know, fucking Antius and CAC and uh, fucking Tarn Cap. But I mean, I also have an appreciation for more experimental stuff. It's just, I remember hearing a lot of, well, not a lot of, I heard a little bit of Mirker stuff and I'm like, that eh, sounds a little bit like Ulver. And I was never a huge Ulver fan. I'm like, oh. well, it's it's not good. It's not bad. It's just something. It, Mirker were one of those bands that I heard a couple of times. I'm just like, eh, I forgot about them. I think what most you're not going out of your way to like send death threats or you're not. Like, no, no, no. Any, anyone like if you're if, not, if you're sent. If you're sending death, if you're sending death threats to a band or a musician just because you don't like what they do, j- j- just sterilize yourself because we don't need you. <laughs> we don't need we don't need you continuing to to populate the gene pool. Just don't do that, man. I mean, I don't I don't care about Merker's music. I never have. It's not my thing. But holy fuck, man! Like I've also heard about some of the shit, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Would you guys calm the fuck down? Like it's not like if Merker releases another album, all your like all your fucking Behirid albums are gonna vanish all of a sudden. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. That that right there. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. So it's not even though it's not your thing, you're not say someone likes it. You're not gonna yeah. be. You're not gonna be there like you're not a true fan. Of no. Black, like 
No, because even a lot of those, like, I mean, I listen to stuff that even a lot of those dudes haven't heard of. So, like, if there is one thing I'm not insecure about, it's my taste in heavy metal. It's one of the few things I'm not insecure about, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got 99 problems. Uh, and Security like, in, in your metalness so, is not one. Like, I got ninety. I got ninety nine problems, but I got I got a shitload of quiet insecurities. But I feel like shitty taste in heavy metal is not one. But man, I don't see. I think a lot of it is just rooted in this desire to to prove oneself. And I mean, I agree with that. Look, it's it's an urge that I think every single person feels at some point. It's understandable. But man, when you get to the point where you feel like you have to send death threats. And like straight up hara- like violent harassment to somebody just because you don't like the music they produce. I mean, let's let's not get it twisted. The woman who fronts Merker is not fucking like Joseph Coney or Saddam Hussein. Okay, like she's just a musician. Like, calm down. Don't do shit like that. Even on the note of, I guess, uh, people who want to keep everything super pure and whatnot. If you look in another genre like thrash, if we kept that super pure, we wouldn't have things like Vector, uh, Vector's new album, right? Terminal or newest Redux. Yeah, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have albums like Aspid's Extravasation, which I have mentioned probably forty times on this podcast. See, yeah. I mean, and especially coming from our platform where we're trying to introduce people to new genres or new bands or bands that need more exposure, I just feel like Mirka for me makes black metal more palatable um unleash the and i think I, th- I think that's what a lot of people don't like is like can i can i be totally honest like can oh, i sure. pose a theory no can i, mean, I, I, I already a- get what you're about to say well i would like to pose the theory and i would bet i i would put money down that i'm right um heavy metal started and to some degree has always been sort of an outsider genre. There've been a lot of attempts to by you know, various groups of people to sort of co-opt it and make it more palatable and make it more suitable for mass consumerism. And I think sometimes like the, the fear some people have like the ultra, the ultra elitist types, the fear they have is that um, if a musician experiments with that formula with that style in any way like the sacred cow then you know that's it. it's like oh our genre is dead our genre will be dead it's like like metal didn't die in 1994 or 1995 man it's like it's still alive mm-hmm. and i mean it's more profound it's just, than it ever has been yeah and i mean like i said i never got into Merker. they're just not they're just not a band i really could get into it's not my style like the listeners of this show know I'm more of like an antiest guy. That's more my style, but like, so I was the thinking that well, well, the desire to, the desire to kind of keep metal an outsider genre, I think pushes some people to do things and act in ways that they norm, they, they might not normally do, or I don't know. Some of them might do it anyway. That might be just how some of those people are. I'm not one of them. So I don't know. And it is, it is kind of a tragic, well, actually it's not kind of, it is a tragic thing to see, like seeing people's like physical well-being and threatened just because they make music you don't like, like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, stuff exists like that. Like we uh, had an episode before on video where we talked about like, eh, you know, like uh, starter bands or transition bands or, or in Mirka's case, I, I personally feel like she's just, she's the unfortunate one that, that did the post black metal thing the way that triggered people. And I don't really get it because you don't have people giving, um, shit. Now it's going to escape me. The name of the, uh, I mean, there's black metal has been so fucking popular over the last couple of years. Like, you know, true fucking cult throwing <laughs> V's everywhere. They don't goddamn belong. It's just like, yeah. well, I just don't quite get, I think it's almost like in a weird way they saw a well, female. Like, you, you don't, yeah. And you, you don't see, you don't see the dudes from like, you don't see the dudes from like death heaven or literally. Death Haven. That's who I was fuck. looking for. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That, yeah, there's there's another band I'm completely and totally ambivalent about. Yeah, and I can I feel you with that. Like, you know, I mean, they're not good, they're not bad. It's just not my thing, really. Yeah, it's and... just like whatever. Well, the whole post black metal movement in general. I mean, I've had people like just like gasp when I tell them that I don't give a shit about Agaloc. I don't give a shit about Alcest or Kralis or Liturgy or any yeah, of those bands. Like, I, like I don't like I don't care about that style it's a non-entity to me i like straight up black metal i mean but how entertaining would our show be if we all came in and we all recommended the same bands by proxy of liking the same music and i don't know oh it it, it would be it would be just a clusterfuck of boring if yeah, we all yeah just recommended the exact same type of shit recommending the same type of shit show after show is my shtick guys <laughs> i i am the only one who gets to do that okay <laughs> fuck yourselves don't steal my bit no that's fair but no i, I, I agree with what you're saying i mean i i'm just i'm disappointed i mean hopefully you know maybe this will get fuel you know this will fuel a new awesome album that may not be for everybody but i will say i um, plan on purchasing props it to, uh, props to the gal from mirker for channeling that for channeling that frustration and those feelings to i mean that's that's sort of the that's sort of the point of art in general is it not to funnel how we feel into a creative pursuit yeah yeah and <laughs> god i sounded like such a pretentious fucking <laughs> i was gonna say i was like it's like whoa look at us like having this this uh it's been a while yeah, we we, used to we, do we, we can we can occasionally say something that you know you could say approaches makes, being profound. I was gonna say that <laughs> makes people think, and not just about ejaculate. Yeah, the last time, we, the last <laughs> not time we, just about we we occasionally talk about something other than death metal and big cums. Big cums. Yeah. Last time we did this, we got hate mail on the videos. Yeah, really? What happened? The Phil, Wait, uh, the Phil and Samo tell me the video. story. We told you tell, the, uh, the the Phil and Samo story. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, God, like that dude makes me so ashamed of the fact that I actually <laughs> like. I actually like Pantera. I actually like Down. I never liked Super Joint Ritual. I never liked Philip Anselmo and the Illegals. That shit was awful. Um, Arsonist Anthem wasn't very good either. But you know what, man? Pantera were one of those bands that like helped get me into heavy music in general so they're always going to have a spot in my heart but god damn phil anselmo is such a tool look so for, like i know this will be a highly unpopular opinion but i grew up with um a lot of metalcore and i that's yeah, it's how you were man it, it is big. it is and i you know so as i lay dying was one of the bands that i 
I came up with. And when um, shit, when dude man, when dude man um fucking <laughs> got sent to jail, it, it it really put a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, I'm amazed that I'm the one who remembered this. Uh, his Tim Lambesis. Tim Lim- yeah, yeah, Lim- yeah, because I think he either just got out or is 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 getting out. And I only know his name because I actually really like Austrian Death Machine. Yeah, <laughs> Austrian Death Machine, like I. Sp- I not joking here when I say he should have just stuck to Austrian death machine Dude, because I'll, I absolutely think they're the better band. I'll take either one, honestly, but he's teasing, you know, getting into a new group and I, just, I don't care anymore. You've, you are tainted goods. You are not my thing anymore. Like, but I try to appreciate the first, you know, 94 hours and early material for what it was when it was. This, this advice goes all to other housewives of America. If I was your trainer, this is the advice I would give you. The best activities for your health are pumping and humping. <laughs> one, 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 one of the greatest lines I feel I've ever heard. And I feel oh. like... <laughs> I love death. Austrian Death Machine, guys. Like, what the fuck can I say? It's so good. If you've never heard of Austrian Death Machine, go out, do yourself a little favor. Um, keep in mind, this is all, you know, pre... Uh, Lambus is being a huge fucking cunt. Yeah, that guy. That guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, from what I've heard. Yeah, uh, he he pulled some shit that like uh, when I heard about it, I'm like, why is he only in jail for that long? He should be in there for like 25 to it life. It was like sadistic, but also very Mr. Bean, like <laughs> <laughs> like like Ro- like Rowan Atkinson getting his hands on a light machine gun, you know, <laughs> and. And being like, if Rowan Atkinson had a, ter- had a terrible grudge and I a light see, machine gun. I see him looking at the machine gun and just like, like his eyes growing wide, like, ooh. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I'm sorry, Rowan Atkinson. We didn't mean to uh, associate you with that. But Yeah, but bringing that back to, to make, a, make an actual point. Yeah, so we, we complained a bit about uh, Phil and Selmo and... People didn't like it, and that's fair. That's of course, fine. of course, they didn't, man. Like, uh, to be to fair, a yeah, a like white supremacist dude didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, I mean, that's, I mean, that's that's who we're out to appease, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, yeah, um, like it's it's at the same time though. Like, I've seen that kind of shit, and every time I see the people like defending the fact de- defending phil anselmo when honestly i believe to some degree he's probably a racist like i entirely believe that i <laughs> and it's just like people like defending him for it i'm like what are you doing i listened to a big long interview that he gave like recently within the last six months sort of apologizing sort of like in huge quotes because there was a whole lot of like qualifiers and fucking excuses and oh this guy early in my life was was a black man and that means that i can't have done any of this maliciously and it's just like you know what you're done like i don't care anymore yeah it's it's like if you have to spend an hour and a half exactly trying to to explain why you're not a racist you are probably a racist or you just, or you just really, really bad at explaining yourself. Or you're, ju- or you just have a complete and total lack of self awareness. <laughs> Which I, I feel, I feel like Phil Anselmo might. Little column might A, little column B. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like he might be kind of plagued with that. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, I, mean, I, I saw someone say they're like, you know, what really, like, I can't remember who it was, but it was like, I think it was a comment uh, somewhere in like an article. It was like, you know, if he really was a racist, I wish he would just like come out and admit it rather than just like giving qualifiers and dancing around it. Right. And like, did you ever get to that point where you're just like, dude, if it's true, just admit it. Oh yeah. (laughs) It makes things a lot more black, you know, black and white. I like black and white, but even at this point, it's just too, you you know, you'll never know. It's, it's old Pantera albums. They had their day and they can stay in the past. And like, you could still appreciate them without. Oh, of course. You know, totally. I mean, like it's it's like I mean I may not like the Beatles, but holy shit, their influence is undeniable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, like the Pantera stuff can stay in the past. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of where it is. That's kind of where it is. Kind of where it belongs now. But just like, do you guys all do you guys kind of wish that Phil would just like drop off the face of the earth? Yes. <laughs> and just like, oh yeah, man, I mean, just stop. I was never that invested before in the first place. So. Probably a good idea. (laughs) But um, wrapping back to Mirker, that album will be out around September. I'm sure sure we'll uh, keep you updated as items drop about that. Um, As far as dates and whatnot, there's going to be some some good shows coming up. Yeah. Um, Tell us about them. In, sorry, it's either July, I think, 26th or 27th. A uh, band that I brought in before, Green Bastard, is coming to Philly. Um, I believe they're playing, I think, The Fire. Yep. Um, I'm going to be at that show, definitely. Also within that week is Summer Slaughter, coming around to Reading and Sayreville. And then that weekend, we have This Is Hardcore Fest. Yes, yes we do. I still need to buy my f- fucking tickets. That is... Three concerts I'm gonna have in one week, and this is hardcore. Is four nights? No, I'm only doing one day of that well, I'm, for the listeners. I think I said it last time. Uh, can we just expect the like what's left of you to come back in a small bloody box? Oh, it's it's literally going to be the end of seven. Just but, the tip. <laughs> like it's just uh, gonna be Mike and Phil saying into the microphone, "What's in the box?" <laughs> And you know what it is, god damn it. Just the tip. It's it's just it's the tip of your penis, yeah. one of your ears, and part of what we believe to be the cartilage from your nose. Yes, but the tip of my penis has been fashioned into a crude fleshy clown nose on top of my regular nose. <laughs> honk honk. <laughs> yeah. Um also in all, all, always professional, right? Also in I believe it's August 17th. I have to find out about the <coughs> location. But awesome local band for us, Jetson Gray Matter, is going to be uh, playing a show. Oh, wow. <coughs> yeah. Excellent. I have to get the, the details on that. Get the deets. Mm. Ooh. Anyone have anything else? Uh, you see anything? I think I do. I think I see. Is, oh, I'm glad it? you asked. Because we don't have one of those plaques to tell you um, with little surprise. But that is, in fact, our destination that we are arriving upon. And with that, make sure, because we have some time before we get there, make sure to 
go to fthepit.com yeah. to go to it's our, our giant landing page where you can find any of the sources to listen to us. Uh, you can also find like our Facebook and Twitter and all that on there as well, right? Yeah, everything you might need. I believe you can also find our individual Twitters <laughs> there, can you not? Maybe. For those of us that have Twitter, yeah. Yeah, um, I do. I if mine if mine isn't up there, I'll Tom is Sam's pat- Twitter up on the page. Uh, <clears throat> on what the website? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I put your individual ones on there yet, but I can. He's I'll, like, uh, you're gonna sit there I'll and let us yes. let us speak <laughs> non truth. Send, uh, send me your uh, Twitter handle, Sam, and I'll I'll uh, make like a oh uh, uh, staff yeah page. my Twitter. Um, I'll I'll send you my Twitter handle later. Don't worry. Put it up on the site. Tell the viewers now what it is. Also, also make. Uh, yeah, go so, ahead. Uh, make sure to like, download. share, download. That's a big one. Spread uh, us like a disease, people. And get in contact with us. We will talk to you. Yeah, we're every single one of us is always happy to bullshit. Like questions, concerns, criticisms, death threats. Send Maybe us what you will. Have a beer at a show. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be at This Is Hardcore? Let us know. Who are you looking forward to seeing? And uh, You are absolutely allowed to buy my co-hosts a beer. Yeah. That's, that's completely allowed. So. With that. With all of that out of the way, it is now we have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>